Spring is here and it's a time of growth and transformation and Dipsy is here to help you explore the sensual side of the season of renewal. With Dipsy's sexy audio stories, you can indulge in your blooming desires, newfound passions, and the thrill of taking risks. And let me tell you, these audio stories are hot. If you've never checked it out, I highly recommend because whew. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of inclusive, sexy audio stories that bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. They have all the story options from stories about second chance romances to adventurous vacation flings. Mm -hmm. Check this out. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have sexy stories you can read if that's your preference. They also have amazing, soothing sleep stories and wellness sessions. They have it all and it is so good. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time. Explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash mom dad. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash mom dad. Dipsystories.com slash mom dad. Your mom and 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 dad. Well, hello, family. It's your mom and dad. Hello. Good to all. We love you. <laughs> we love you so much. Welcome I was just distracted home. because you've been throwing out the winks a lot lately, babe. Mm. You've been a big. <laughs> it's a real. It's a, you know. It's a you've, move you've just been to a, be like, what's up? You've been a big wink guy at me lately. Well, I throwing think, out the winks. Well, you got to keep it spicy. That's true. I we've feel been like together you're, for a long time. It's true. We have been together for a long time. I feel like you're trying a new move. It's not a new move. It's just a move I bust out, you know, when I when I'm just feeling like, you know, let's keep her on her toes. Uh -huh. Let's keep her scared a little bit <laughs> okay. of like, you know, is he a player? You know what I mean? Like we've been together forever, but like, is he a player? You know what I mean? Can he flirt? Oh, shoot. He can flirt. A bit. <laughs> you guys, you got to keep it spicy. OK, you got to keep your partner on their toes because they might think, you know, oh, this old guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't got it still. But here we are, remind you, you know, 18 years later and now you're experimenting with the wink. I'm not experimenting with the <laughs> wink. OK, I've always had the wink. OK, the wink's always in my back pocket and you better be on your toes because of it. Just know, I don't want anyone else. I, you know, I want you thinking, I don't want anyone else getting that way. Because my God, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just find yourself just lost, overcome, lost. Now the wink, swimming in your own self. The wink is is a risk because the wink I feel like really can come off extremely cheesy. It can be very golden fedora. It can be so golden fedora. Like yeah. throwing a wink is like, it's a move. I mean, yeah. I don't, you do it in a way that makes me laugh. I'm trying to do it to make you kind of laugh. You make me laugh and I feel, you know, a little bit like, well, that was weird. Well, I normally do it. So I normally do it when I do but something. I usually do it to you when I do something kind of like smooth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's Or you say, do something 
that was you did something well or yeah, you accomplished some, something like you've been throwing me the wink yeah like if i accomplish something small it'll, oh, that's when i'll do yeah, it like, like you fixed an audio issue a minute ago and then you threw me a wink yeah like if something were to be falling off the counter and i was to run and catch it in time uh-huh. then i throw the wink because it's like but, daddy still got it but a wink in the wild a wink in the wild is, wild is move. it's a lot i would be like yeah if you're if don't use the wink Use the wink to get a laugh. Yeah, not in the to, wild, not like wink. a true flirting technique. No, not like if a wink is thrown out seriously. I don't even know what I would do. Like if you had like a really nice car, don't get out of your nice car and look at someone and wink at it. That's <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's bad. You got to know the wink has become somewhat of a joke, right? So or like we're both joke. in on a joke. Sure. Like like if I was to be, let's say I'm a single guy and I'm visiting my nephew. Uh-huh. And he has a big wheel. Okay. You know those kids things that like you, the big sure, wheel? Sure, sure. Let's say I was to be on that in a neighborhood <laughs> and there were to be a pretty girl walking by and I like slide by her and give her the wink on the big wheel. Cause it's like a joke. Like I'm winking like I got the nice car, but I'm really on a kid's big wheel. That's, but you know what I'm saying? That's all. It's also a risk. <laughs> you rolling in on a big wheel is definitely. But I think it's kind of funny. It, it would is. be kind of funny. Sure, sure, You're like, sure. Wow, sure. who's this handsome, <laughs> like basically a model on a big wheel? You know what I mean? Like, I think that'd be weird to see a model on a big wheel. What? <laughs> model on a big wheel. My new single coming oh out gosh. this Thursday. Um, you know, you know, you know, when I think of the wink mm-hmm. and I just think of like the type of person that would do the wink regularly yeah. is a bartender mid shake. Oh, you know, like so sh- many sh- sh- winks. And he's like shaking the martini and he looks and he just kind of goes, so like, many the, winks. that the bartender shaking the martini is the wink guy. Yeah, yeah. When it's and also like the bartender who is he's doing a lot. Yeah. Like he's like like You know how they do that thing where they line up four or five glasses? Which is very impressive. Or when they've got the dual they've got the dual things and they're just doing flips and whatever. It listen, it's very impressive, but it can be a little much. Can Sometimes we talk if about, I'm just trying to get a drink and there's, yeah. you know, the guy, he's really proud of his craft and he's spinning 15 things and yeah. doing throwing out a million winks always. It can be it can be a little much. The the, the I mean, I, I'm a little bit confused on how aggressively mm-hmm. bartenders shake. I mean, you got to mix it up. But I mean, you don't. Couldn't you just be like, be done? Like I've seen many people do it that way. But some when they do it above the head, and it's like, that that bothers me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not a big fan. If I'm just being super honest, and apologies to anyone out there who is this, I'm not a huge fan of. I think they call it flair. Oh, in the bartending world, yeah, yeah. Like when there's like, I practice on how to like be like a show person like sure. we throw this bottle in the, every once in a while if you can pull it out as like a thing sure or like if, a, like a, a, a moment to impress the room depending on what bar sure. it is sometimes like it's like vegas and it's sure, like a thing, sure. yeah yeah there's fire behind you there's exactly. dancers behind you and then you got to add to the drama of what's right. going on but like if i'm going to like my local dive and, and someone is bottles behind their backs it, it's it's can be because then I also feel too like I have to watch it's you know what it's a very serenading energy mm. like I have to keep eye contact with you as you wink a million times and do this and mm. now I feel the pressure to like be like oh my god yes and even though it is an incredible craft 
I can feel a little uncomfy. It's like juggling, you know what I mean? It's like amazing. Yeah. But do we need it? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's and the just big like, questions we're asking on the podcast is do we need juggling? Are jugglers needed? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you see it and then you're kind of like, yeah, okay, amazing. Right. But the shock goes away kind of pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. And you realize like, I just want my drink. <laughs> like I've been, like I'm, this is clearly adding time. There's a line behind this me. This is adding time to the getting the drink thing. You know, I was once at a bar and the bartender was vi- full of flair. Yeah. It was a lot of flair. He also, big winker. You nailed that. Well, he does the flair because he thinks it's going to get him late. Yeah, lots of winking going yeah. on. Then he puts the drinks. He gives us the drinks. Mm-hmm. He starts juggling. So yeah, we had a combo. He much. was juggling the citrus in front of us. So it was oh, like. Oh, he's juggling oranges. Yeah, all oh, the different God, citrus. what a oh, mix. He's juggling the garnish. So he, remember I came uh, back and I referred to him as the juggler because he wouldn't really leave our crew alone. He was real actually Instagram free Aunt Katie was there and he was really trying to make it work with uh, with Instagram free Aunt Katie. And I was just juggler, about to say the juggler wouldn't go away. I was just about to say Instagram free Aunt Katie <laughs> is absolutely the person that would be like, oh, my God, are you seeing this? Yeah, and I'd be like, she, what? She loved oh. it. And then he caught on that she loved it and he would follow us like to our table and continue the juggling of the garnish. And I was like, listen, my guy, impressive, but. But we, stop. We've seen enough. Because I think most people are kind of towards my camp, probably a little bit where it's like, cool, but like, I think we're good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think we're good. But then, you know, Instagram free Aunt Katie is just like, you know, she loves fireworks oh, and it's her flowers. Most yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So there's just a joy about life. Maybe that's the but issue. That's what I'm is saying. That we don't, like, maybe we don't have enough joy. We don't have enough magic in our, in our I life. I think we need more magic in our life or we should appreciate magic a little more. And I think that maybe that's the problem. So mm. it's probably on us. Right. Honestly, the jugglers out there, the flair bartenders, that's on us for not Which enjoying Which brings that. me to a new thing, but should we take a break? And, and, yeah, quick and, pause. Yeah. We got to take a quick pause. Okay, family. So it's spring, but the summertime is upon us. A lot of us are going to be traveling. And I got to tell you all about my favorite luggage to take trips with. My base luggage. Oh my God, Evan and I got our base weekender bags a few months ago and we're absolutely obsessed with them. I mean, these bags, they've got them. it all, okay? They can fit so much into this bag and they're also so chic. Yes, they're amazing. they're my favorite. Yeah. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while looking fashionable. And Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushion handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for all your dirty clothes, and, and all the interior pockets you need to keep them organized. And like we said, we're obsessed with our base weekender bag, but you got to check out their website to see all their amazing options. All the luggage uh, comes in multiple sizes and colors, and every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or the overhead. And base, by the way, has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Okay, amazing. Right now, base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash mom dad go to base travel.com slash mom dad for 15 percent off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash mom dad okay what were you saying so i was gonna get into this so we were talking about juggling mm-hmm. flair yes that kind of person yes and which brings me the to joy what, and magic of life the joy and magic of life which brings me to what we did last friday mm. i mean technically yeah, a few days ago, Friday. A few days ago. So we went to this place called the Magic Castle. I hadn't been since I was 
long time. Maybe 15. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is quite a magical place. Yeah. Literally magic. Literally. So it's this like private club. It's an old Hollywood mansion that they turned into, um, I mean, I don't know, just I guess, I guess a place where they do magic. So yes. it's like run by these people that that basically turn every room into like a little magic show area. And there's like magicians from all over the world coming. The best of the best. The best of the best. And so you basically get led room to room watching different magic shows and hanging out with the magicians and this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a very like cool, dark, mysterious, old from the 60s. Yeah, no photos allowed inside. You can't reveal the tricks. Right. But it it brings me to the type of person that is a magician. Uh Because... It's one of those things where I think it is underappreciated in the way, in the amount of work it takes for them to become tolerable, even. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean because when you see a bad magic, it's well, rough. That's, well, not even bad magic, just okay magic. Like, we're just at a point now with the internet and everything where it's like the magic has to be it's very fire, true. right? Like, <laughs> if, somebody, if you walk down the stream, guys, like, can I do a trick for you? And it's like, I can guess your card. That's it. It's like... And it's just like two moves. It's true. You'd be now like, on social media, we're it. like, yeah, I've seen this a billion That's times. That's what I'm saying. So it's like the amount of time, you know, you talk to these magicians and it's like, oh yeah, I've been doing this for 20 years mm-hmm. and practice single tricks for years at a time. Yeah. That it's like, it is a massive, like you, it's gotta be a thing that you were just into and obsessed with and love. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't even think of it as like a career until like it was a career mm-hmm. because it's a ton. That being said, why is it that they are all very similar? Like, if you know a magician, there's a magician very, personality. There's a magician personality. It's true. I wonder what that and is. And it's also a big wink personality. It is a big wink personality. It's a big wink personality. I believe there is a through line. As someone who comes from musical theater, yeah. it is a similar through line. Ah, we're sh- we sh- we're showboats, Evan. Yeah, would, would it be safe to say we're it's... show people? Okay, we're showboats. <laughs> would it be safe to say? And I'm not trying to offend anybody, but would it, would it be safe to say that? The through line for all of you uh-huh. is <laughs> for what we call a little cringe. Well, first of all, how because dare you? But there second, is this like, there is this like, you're amazing at what you do, but it, there's also like a real cockiness going on. Are you calling me cocky? I'm calling anyone <laughs> in those fields. Like there's like a, what up? That's what I'm saying. We got yeah, a welcome, show like Welcome to the best day Listen, in your it's life like exactly vibe. it's exactly what i told you with how i believe if i was on love is blind i would be super cringe on a reality yeah. tv show i believe i would be super cringe because i'd be like everyone it's a performance and you wouldn't get me you'd yeah. get performing jess right which you've seen before throughout our lives together i'll never forget the first musical theater show that evan saw me in and evan was like you were great but i could also tell you a little bit of the egg <laughs> Guys, I'm when so I, sorry. When I came out, but it is and, I, and I, I mean, I crushed. <laughs> I think I crushed. And I came out and I was still in my costume and I was just like, you know, feeding off of the energy. Right, and right. Evan was very complimentary and was so sweet about it. But I could also tell deep in your soul, you were like, that was a lot to watch. <laughs> okay, you guys, I apologize. I really am sorry. And I feel bad about it. Because but- you need more joy for life and the zest for the showboat. I agree. Yeah. I agree that I need some more zest. Uh-huh. And I and 
trying to figure out what it is mm-hmm. about the magician, the bartender who shakes too heavily and juggles the, you know, the citrus, the citrus, the garnish. Yeah. Those type of individuals. Your wife. Go ahead. My wife included <laughs> has so much just like ma- mastery of the craft. But there I have to get over the vibe that's exuding to enjoy their craft. Like it's a hurdle for me. Well, I have to tell you this. I saw you at the Magic Castle and at first I know Evan and Evan is, you know, you, you, you got all, always your guard up and you're a little bit like, what is this vibe going to sure, be like? Sure. Cut to Evan an hour later where every magician was focused on Evan to be the center of all the tricks. And you had stars in your eyes. You couldn't believe it. You were gasping. You were shouting. And I was living for it because they were Listen, so good. <laughs> we had a blast. And yeah. it was like I I got over the hurdle. I can't figure out what it like. Can you explain it to me? What I think it is on your end. And this is really part of my life's goal. Right. I've decided. Um, and maybe why, you know, we're able to be together for so long and, you know, there's still that adventure oh, real quick before you continue. Yeah. My first instinct is that extra in the way that like if someone says you're being extra, mm-hmm. that can be a trigger for me. I know. And what I'm saying is my life's goal and why it stays adventurous and spicy with yeah. us is because I am extra. In our daily life, yeah. when I just, I'm very dramatic. I'm always like fake fainting all over the house when I'm trying to tell you a story. I'm very dramatic. <laughs> what, keeps, what keeps our adventure together is because my life's mission <sighs> is to is to break down the Ice King because you have all this. Ice King? You, because, I mean, you're a sweetheart, but you've got all this judgment built up from the past, the way you were yeah, raised. What very, is that? It's a lot of judgment, you know, just like. Not being able to smile kind of on crusty, yeah, kind of crusty. You need to be able to smile on yeah. on the joys and pleasures in this world. And my life's mission is to break that ice down so that you can be like the kid that wakes up and feels so magical on Christmas. Like that's uh, and that's been honestly our journey together yeah. over these eighteen years. Is I've I've brought you into so many different life experiences that at first you were like, I don't think I'm going to like this, and all of a sudden yeah. you're like oh my God, I like these musical theater things and I love, you know, these more magical things. And at first you were like, I don't know about reality TV. And now it's one of your favorites. And first you just used to watch action shit. And now you're like, my favorite genre is rom-com. Action shit. Get out of here with that. That's not true. Action shit. Get out. I only like Fast and Furious. I only watch the first 10 of those every day. So dumb. See, that was extra. That was too much. Okay. Um, Watch her juggle. Okay. I I understand. And you know what? That's kind of what I'm feeling the older I get and the more I realize how much like judgment is is in my heart. Yeah. Is that there is a lot of magic to be held. There's so much magic. And I think having a child has helped you a lot too because Ember is so magical. She's so magical. And you're experiencing now things. You're honestly reliving. You're you're healing your childhood Uh by slowly having these new experiences that you wouldn't have had before. Places you wouldn't have gone before because you have a kiddo. And now all of a sudden you're like, I'm obsessed with Disneyland. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can't believe those words are now the truth. I know. To say... Uh, you guys, I used to hate Disneyland. I know. Don't even. I used to I, just be like, oh. Literally, I can't even look at you in the eyes when you say that. But now we love Disneyland because mm-hmm. Ember showed me the magic. But I know it'll that ice will be always a little bit around you. So it's fun for me to, to spend my life being like, check this out. And you at first yeah. be like, Wah. and then. <laughs> yeah. God. Okay. I mean, I, I deserve that. I called you cringe. 
I'm like, a, I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I deserve that. I'm cringe lord and you're crusty king. I mean, I don't know what <laughs> to tell you. Cringe lord and crusty king. <laughs> to anyone out there, you and your partner, I'd love to know if this is like kind of a, uh, like, what do you call it? Uh, a, t- a typical dynamic. Yeah, I would love like, to know Like, are there typically kind of crusty lords? And then cringe and, lords. And cringe, uh, Wait, cringe Krusty. kings and, cr- and cringe lords, where there's like one person who's no crusty kings and cringe lords. Whatever, crusty kings <laughs> and cringe lords, where there's like <laughs> crusty kings and cringe lords. I mean that if that's not merch or something, like what are you? Are you a crusty king or a cringe lord? You know what I'm saying? Because I bet for all <laughs> you all out there in relationships. I bet there's a lot of crusty kings and cringe lord dynamics. Sure. Yeah. Where there's someone who's kind of just like overtly life's magical and and the other person is overtly skeptical. I mean, it's either that or it's two cringe lords together or two crusty kings together. Two crusty kings? That's a dark that's a dark vibe. But you know Because I think about myself and it's uh-huh. like if I had another one of me around. I think that you probably wouldn't find a lot of joy I don't think in life. Not a not a lot no. but I love but if you notice I surround myself with cringe lords. Yeah, because you love us That's and you true. like to be like, you guys are being blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite people. I know. Because you bring the joy. I know. So here's what I'm going to start, you guys. I'm starting magic classes very soon, as well as juggling classes, I as well as bartending classes. Yeah, he's going to do it all. It's going to be the summer, <laughs> the summer renaissance of Evan. The summer cringe. Summer mm-hmm. of cringe. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I, if you notice... Cringe lords never talk about wanting to become more crusty kings. No, because they have the zest for life. That's true. Man. Okay. What a lesson to learn here, guys. Started the pot off being judgmental. Yeah. Learned a lesson. That's therapy right there. It's called growth. That's called, I haven't gotten to the point where I can discover these things on my own, Mm -hmm. but they can be pointed out to me and I can grow. I love that. Wow. Congratulations. But you had a blast at Magic Castle. Oh my God. I was alive. I was living. It and was you don't, incredible. And, 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 you know, and, and let's also be honest, too. A lot of the magician vibe, too, is there's a swooning hit on your girl energy as well. <laughs> like, so there's a lot of like, you know, walking up to your girl and being like, well, <laughs> I thought I was good at magic, but this place lights up with your whatever. You know what I mean? Mystery. Like, there That's is just a, a reminder to you to step up the game. <laughs> right. Krusty right. King. <laughs> Step it up. Okay. Got it. Got no, it. I was, I literally had, we all had the best time yeah, ever. It, it was, was sick. so much fun. Highly recommend if you're able to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I want to share some reality TV news with you. Gotcha. Okay. We've got to mm-hmm. dive into a little bit of reality TV news. Um, I want to say this for though first, because yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how many minutes we're into the podcast, but we did plan on having a guest today. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately the guest had to cancel extremely yes. last minute mm-hmm. so here we are just with, with, with mom We're and dad professionals and the, though you know what i mean we family. come in here just dancing and to do that and that and down. so this is a free flow you know we weren't 100 sure we're like let's just come in here and then we thought you know what we have not yet done a full call home extravaganza. Yeah, like where we're just sitting down with the family, with the fam. fireside chat. And I'm like, and today, since we're left with the family, let's talk to the family. Mm. So 
want to get into that. Yes, 100%. Um, oh, and also, please tune in for Friday's episode as well, because we do have a guest for sure for Friday's episode. It yes. is a familiar guest to you all. I think you're all going to be very, very, very happy. Um, so that'll be Friday. But I uh, want to do a call home extravaganza together. Yeah. But first, we need to talk some reality TV news. Okay. Yes. Okay. Number one, Charity's promo photo just dropped. Oh, yes. And it's stunning. The roses are everywhere. It's getting me so lit up. Mm-hmm. I am ready. I'm I am ready, ready for this season. And I keep forgetting about how they're going to have her brother at the top. And I do think there's going to be a different energy. I'm feeling a fun, fresh energy this season. Yes. And Charity is fun and fresh and wonderful. So I'm feeling great about that. That's June 26th. Okay. So everyone remember that. Mark the calendars. I can't wait to dive into that again. On unfortunate news yeah. in Bachelor Nation, Brandon and Serene broke up, yes. which I saw. And I was on the podcast, what, two weeks ago, talking about how I ran into them. And I was like, they're the most lovely people and they're so in love. And yeah. I want to say something and stand by this because I was actually having a conversation with a few um, folks from Bachelor Nation uh, a few weeks ago. And they were talking about how hard breakups are in the public eye. Mm. And I was thinking about how gnarly a breakup is in and of itself. Like think about how hard a breakup is with like your friend. Yeah, group. just already going, just going through it emotionally. Let alone. When should we post about it? Trying to figure that out. People having like visceral reactions to it or just trying to, you know, take a side. Create when there's, narratives. How about, how about exactly. like if, if it's a completely mutual breakup yeah. and then everyone's like, I bet he cheated. I bet she did this. I bet this. And then they're trying to create dynamics that what I did see him walking at right. to this bagel shop and I thought I saw him with someone. Like there's always like people are, people trying, to are trying to create things all the time. That would be a nightmare. It's, it's a nightmare. So just wanted to take a moment and say a shout out to Brandon and Serene. I stand by what I said when I said they were literally the loveliest people and i yeah. felt the love yeah between them because you could tell that they deeply care about each mm-hmm. other and sometimes things just don't work out and i just wanted to send them the, lo- the love and just yeah. support them during this because i really can't imagine like we've had breakup episodes on chatty broads and we've talked about breakups and it is fucking hard enough as it is let alone add public eye element to it oh i'd be a mess so sending them so yes, much love. Absolutely. They're just both absolutely lovely people. Um, and then another thing that I wanted to catch up on, there is a new reality TV show. We don't have a date, an air date for this, but it's called The Goat. And it is a show and it's going to be produced by um, Elon Gale and Bill Dixon, who used, uh, well, Elon Gale used to be with The Bachelor and now mm. he does F-Boy Island and he oh, was wow. like the best, right? And now he's producing the show called The Goat, where it's a bunch of different reality TV stars competing to see who is the ultimate reality TV star. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they're going to have a full dynamic of like, you know, every it seems like it's going to be like every week there's something different, like a mental challenge, physical, social media challenge, all these different challenges. Like who's the top reality TV star? And are these current, like semi-current or are they pulling from all different levels? Well, because I, I mean, mean this, Mike, the situation should definitely be in. The <laughs> obviously, Mike, the situation should be on. Unfortunately, he is not. Mm. The Jersey Shore is popping off too. Oh, yeah, Sammy's back. I mean, I mean, it is I'm wild. So I'm so you guys, excited. If you, if you didn't know this on the side, I am a super fan of the Jersey Shore. We're big Jersey Shore yeah. fans. Um, but the cast list, I mean, it's it's we have Tasha. 
from The Bachelorette, yep, gotcha. which I'm thrilled about. Yeah. Joe from The Bachelor yep. or Bachelorette, technically Bachelorette. Grocery store Joe. Grocery store okay, Joe. Got it, got it. We have Alyssa Edwards from RuPaul's Drag Race, who is one of my uh, most yes. favorite queens. We have people from Survivor. We mm. have Joey from The Circle. We have Jill Zarin from The Real Housewives. Like, we have like some serious heavy hitters in the reality TV star world. And I believe this show is going to pop off. I, I feel it deep you in my heart. I'm excited. Yeah. A different challenge every single week. Yeah. A competition show. And because, like I said, they have like Survivor and Amazing Race people on and stuff. There's going to be physical challenge challenges too. Like they're going to mix it up. Yeah. And that then you know amazing. they're going to do some social media challenge, but like who can gain the most followers? Yeah. Or like something like that. That's going to be so entertaining. I'm thrilled. Dang. That's going to be exciting. So I don't know when that's going to air. You know, they haven't but, released a date? No, but depending on the air time, I'm like, I would love to cover it to a certain extent. I don't know if it's going to be right smack dab in the middle of a charity yeah, I don't season. Know, but like but if, it, if it pops, we should definitely talk about it. Yeah. I mean, Tasha. Obsessed with Tasha. Like, I'm so thrilled she's back on our screens. It feels very like, I, I hope it's very 90s. You know, like how the 90s or like, or like early 2000s, they would like really juice up the, uh, the drama, the insanity. Yeah. And I love <laughs> that. Cause then it was like people coming from other shows were so, were usually people who, brought some energy well some of this some of this cast list has some big personalities on it so i believe that it might get a little spicy it's titans coming together i also don't know like are they going to be living in a house together so when they're not uh doing these challenges is it going to be like big brother style like real world style where they're then living together which i feel like then obviously also adds drama i don't know like if there is going to be, you know, maybe love matches, who knows what's going to happen? A, it's reality TV. Is there a single reality TV show where people aren't living together at this point? Because yeah. they realize it like creates so much drama when you all live together. Yeah, but there's a lot. I mean, I even saw an interview um, with Kelly from the first season of Love is Blind. And in this clip, I saw that she was talking about how um, during filming, they would they had their own hotel rooms. Mm. So they didn't actually sleep on the oh, like the men and women section like they would go there and be uh, there like communal area treacherous hours sure. where they had barely any time in their hotel rooms but they actually were sleeping separately so i think actually more okay they, maybe, they give you the, the vibe they give you the illusion that, that everyone's illusion. like bunking together but yeah i don't know anywho that'll be sweet so exciting exciting stuff coming up with charity yeah. season and with i um, cannot wait for charity season i'm so excited I'm to get back so it feels excited. like it's been a million years since we covered since we since the last one I it's know. only been like, like a month or something i know uh, but um there's that and then also just a reminder we have a friday episode yes. and then next week tune in when we start to go over vanderpump the history so of Scandaval and all of the current updates. And then we're going to dive into it week to week. You and guys, this is, these people are my favorite people in the whole world. How insane they are. <laughs> I I cannot believe they exist. And I'm so happy for I it. I was showing Evan clips of Tom Sandoval's uh, latest. Uh, it's not even real. The it's most extras performance and Evan's jaw was on the floor and he couldn't perfect, believe it. I mean, perfect. We can get into this, but like perfect timing we just talked about the i mean it's in the title of his band the most extra thing that i struggle with i know but <laughs> let's not put tom sandoval in the category of no. us cringe lords okay he, let's not there's give a him difference the between magic a there's a difference between practicing years 10 years for magic and being just the worst and being the worst person being the worst <laughs> but anywho should we get into our call home extravaganza 
A hundred percent. And talk to the family. Yes. I miss you guys and I, I miss, miss my you. kids. Oh, and I raised you all from birth. <laughs> and because of that, you guys don't call me. And it hurts my heart, but oh wait, they do call oh, us. Oh, they do call. Oh, never mind. So, I'm a I'm loved by all my children. They adore me. Whoops. <laughs> so let's get into that. Let's do it. But let's take a quick pause first. Okay. Okay, family, so we all know I got those mental health struggles. She's been wildly anxious lately, um, and I know so many of you listening feel the same, and the last few years haven't helped, that's for sure. But something that has helped me tremendously, in fact, I used this yesterday when I was struggling, is Headspace. Headspace helps improve mental well-being through guided meditations, mindfulness practices, breathing and calming exercises, and so much more. These tools can help reduce stress, boost your mood, and help you sleep better. Headspace combines scientifically proven benefits of meditation and mindfulness with modern practices through their experienced meditation teachers. The wide range of teachers with diverse backgrounds and areas of expertise ensure there's a teacher and content to help you. Whether you're a first-timer or have been practicing for years, yeah, I know. I was intimidated at first when I tried Headspace years ago because I was like, I don't know how to meditate, yeah. you know. Headspace and their teachers walk you through everything and make the experience simple and wildly effective. Also, I love that they have very customized meditations. Uh, yesterday, I walked through one specifically about some of the fears that I was processing and feeling headspace has the world's largest library of content with over 1000 hours of clinically proven mindfulness exercises they also have options if you're pressed for time and only have a few minutes mm. so headspace has helped me and more than 100 million people worldwide they can help you too. listen up you do not want to miss this we've arranged something special for a limited time all of you can try headspace free for 60 days by going to headspace.com slash mom dad 60 you won't find this offer anywhere else you must use our link, uh, H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E dot com slash momdad60 to unlock all of Headspace free for 60 days. This is not something they normally do, okay? Headspace.com slash momdad60. So here's the thing. We're all busy, okay? Let's be honest. It's the nature of life right now. We are all busy, and sometimes getting into the kitchen and cooking isn't an option. Well, the game changer for me and us for years has been Daily Harvest, a delicious, healthy game changer. Daily Harvest delivers delicious smoothies, flatbread soups, harvest bowls, bites, and more built on sustainably sourced fruits and vegetables all right to our door. With easy-to-prep options for any time of day, Daily Harvest keeps our freezer stocked with good food that's always ready when we are and the best part no shopping chopping or heavy lifting ever mm -mm. and i'll be honest we are restocking our daily harvest constantly because we eat our daily harvest up fast because we love it and we so good over it, okay um it's all so good my personal favorites are the mint and cacao smoothie i cannot get enough of this smoothie ember loves the strawberry and peach smoothie um and their harvest bowls are unreal the sweet potato and wild rice hash bowl like I said, this is the thing we fight over. It's so delicious. Um, also, their latest drop is a collection of grains that have been helping me get dinner on the table in minutes. By working directly with farmers, Daily Harvest sources the best ingredients, freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients, and they never use artificial preservatives or ingredients. Eating delicious, nourishing, and easy-to-prep meals has never been easier thanks to Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash momdad to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash momdad for up to $65 off your first box. dailyharvest.com slash momdad. All right, let's do this thing. 
Let's do it, man. I'm just, I'm ready to just give all my advice to everyone, not take any of it myself. I was going to say our very professional advice. Yeah, you know, the key to being a good parent is to tell your children uh-huh. to do a lot of things mm-hmm. that you, A, either never did mm-hmm. or would never do. <laughs> Because you don't take your old advice. As an old, crusty, what is it again? You're a crusty king. An old, crusty king, (laughs) okay? The key is is to just be like sitting on the couch with a beer watching the game. Uh And your kid's like, what am I going to do? And you're like, here's here's what you should do. And you're like, dad, you never did any of that. You never did any of that, dad. Well, at least I know what to do. So that's what this is right here. (laughs) Let's do it. Remember you can always go Hey, mom and dad. Um, I am calling in to ask a relationship question. I am in a new relationship. We've been seeing each other for a few months, um, about six months, and I really like this guy and we're having a really great time, but it's the first time I've dated a man as an adult. Um, my previous relationships have been with women mm-hmm. and I'm noticing a big difference in a lot of things, obviously, but communication and I find myself wanting more affirmations mm. and, um, you know, reassurance that he likes me and part of it's me, I know, but um, I see the relationship that you two have and i perfect assume that your communication and your emotional intelligence has grown over time so if you could speak to that and if you have any advice on how i can feel more secure or kind of work together to work on our emotional communication um because i feel like things are good between us but sometimes i just want that verbal reassurance um Side note, also a big Z head here. Yes. Go. Begging. When New Breath of the Wild comes out, please stream y'all playing it. Like, the family needs it. Let's um, go. Thanks, y'all. Love you, mom, dad. <laughs> oh, my God. Z heads Love unite. you. By the way, speaking of Z heads, the new Zelda game comes out on Friday. Tears of the Kingdom? Tears of the Kingdom. Is that what it is? Tears and of the Kingdom, right? we're shaking. Dude, I am... <laughs> Trying not to freak out about the fact that I have a lot of work coming up. Uh huh. I'm devastated about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Evan is I'm Evan's devastated. devastated, and he already he beat Breath of the Wild. I did, which was a wild moment for us. Truly, un- and now I'm being all completionist. Like I'm going back and just like going after finishing like, all the little tasks. All the little tasks. And na- but now, oh my god, Tears of the Kingdom coming out, and we're not going to be doing anything. I guess for the that's next my life. We're quitting few the podcast months. For the next three Sorry, guys, we're quitting the podcast. But a bit of advice before we quit the oh, podcast. Yes, I forgot about your question. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so you know, not to generalize about the men, but yes, the communication can uh, can be a, a rough one. I have no idea what you're talking about. And I have about. no idea what you're talking about. That listen, legitimately. A week ago, you yeah. and I got into not an argument, but like a legit, a, a legit, like deep conversation situation. about where I was saying I need more affirmation from yes. you. And you were like, 
babe, I give you so much affirmation. Yeah. I'm like, not enough. <laughs> and I'm like, what else? No, I, just think, I think you're, you have, yeah. the, I think you think it in your head a I lot. I think there's a lot of that. And you think you say it, but you don't actually say it. And also, listen, everyone's different. You, dear family member, might need more affirmation. I don't know. Maybe you barely need any at all. And this partner just isn't a big communicator in that way. I need a lot. Yeah. I know that about myself. Mm. I feel that deep in my bones. I need constant verbal affirmation. Um, and I need it on a platter 24 right. seven. So it's definitely one of those things where I know for myself personally, I can get really insecure um, about a lot of things and then I get insecure on top of that about feeling like I'm not being affirmed enough and yeah. then I'll get insecure about wanting to ask for more inf- or more verbal affirmation yeah. um, my suggestion would be this I think at least in our relationship what I've experienced is the longer you wait the harder it gets to communicate that um, I know for myself sometimes I'll be like man I could really use some more words of af mm-hmm. and verbal affirmation from ev and sometimes i won't say anything and i bury it deep down and then i start to get mad mm-hmm. <laughs> then i'm angry and then i'm angry at him and he doesn't know that i'm angry at him because he's like oh relationship's been great and then yeah, one day i bubble, explode bubble. and i'm just like you don't even like me anymore I'm he's like, like you know, what are like you talking about frog you know what i mean i'm just, <laughs> I'm just in the water just like oh it's nice in here not realizing that <laughs> I'm in a pot that deep underneath <laughs> my surface underneath the I'm, pot. I'm absolutely bubbling <laughs> but I think that's because often I don't communicate it yeah soon enough I let it like fester up inside me um the other thing that I do is a lot of times I will point the finger and be like you don't do this enough and that doesn't ever go over very well um because then it's like accusatory and you're like i I, I love you i i I feel like i have been affirming you and you know and then we get into an argument because of that i think if i bring it up early first of all and then also if i say hey i love you and appreciate you and i love you so much and because i love you so much i love hearing how much you love me and things you love about me and to be honest like I got a big tank that needs to be filled yeah. and I need that affirmation. And because it's coming from you, it means everything to me yeah. and it fills up that tank. Mm. And will you please do that more? Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Like, but if I can speak just from, you know, the guy's perspective here, I think what I've been thinking about this a lot too. Like, why is it, a, why is it a kind of a struggle of ours? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why do we get to these points where like after a couple of months, you'll be like, Hey, by the way, you know, and it seems to be like, I mean, we've been talking like, by the way, this isn't like new and this is, this is like 10 years of this. This you know is what I mean? a very frequent conversation that yeah. I have in our relationship is I'm like, give me more verbal affirmation. Um, and I think, you know, I wonder like, why is it, why is it, is it a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, and I'm just speaking to like the general kind of upbringing of a lot of guys is like, you got to realize that affirmation is generally not in the lexicon. Mm. like me and my friends don't sit there and compliment each other about how great they are. You know, even if we all go golfing, I'm not like, man, your swing is, you're just, you're looking great <laughs> sure. these days, man. Or, you know what I mean? If, if I go over to someone's house I and mean, I'm like, man, you make the best cocktails. You are so talented. Like that is just not, Hey yeah. Jeff, that shirt, you look great in that shirt. Man. Like that's just not that a lot of fathers don't talk to their sons like yeah, that. I was where there's like, say, the upbringing. Hey, son, I just want to let you know what today, 
you're such a great athlete. You hustled so hard out there. It's generally, all right, well, here's what we should work on. Yeah. You know? And so it's unnatural in a lot of ways for us to just think in terms of, let me speak my mind about how I'm feeling about this thing or notice every detail and bring it up. And because, because there's a lot of things too, of like going out of your way to make sure, you know, so going out of your way to make someone feel special is not generally the training that we've experienced. So I think for us, it's like, we have to think about it. We have to be yeah. aware of it because it need a little ha- bit of help. You need help, but it, and it's yeah. not in our life in any other area other than our relationship that someone's asking for affirmation in a lot of ways. So it's something we can forget. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so I guess I would just say more in terms of like you being the person feeling like you need affirmation, whether it be, you know, you who called in or you Jess, it's like, it's not personal 95% of the time. Mm-hmm. It's literally just like our brains don't go there. I don't want to speak for everyone, but I, it feels pretty common that like, this is a problem with a lot of people. And if I just look at my life, I go, yeah, it's not something that I, A, one probably receive very often from the world and friends and people. Um, and if I do, it's usually for like a job well done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so. Not just like who you are as a person. Exactly. I mean, or just like, let's say I put a cool shirt on. You know what I mean? And you're probably calling in going, hey, you know, I did my hair cool a certain way or just stuff like that. You kind of went out of your way to maybe make something special or do something a certain way. And there's no affirmation there. It's just know that probably there's not much affirmation going on in any other aspect of his life. So it's not going to be the thing that pops into his brain. So all that being said is like we have to work on it. Yeah. And, and spend some time, you know, thinking about it you bringing it up to him in a way that he can digest is going to really help him understand what you need. Cause it's like anything, you know, you're going to ask for things that you need and I'm going to ask for things I need that aren't natural to you. Right. And we kind of, I don't want to say train each other, but we kind of help each other train, you know, Yeah, we help each other out that, well, that's no, it, what you're saying makes total sense. And like, just, I think the culture too, of like the, the raising toxic masculinity yeah. where like you have so many, dads who can't look at their sons and say like i love you and i think you're so special and yeah then of course that's then going to be learned and then that's not something that's taught generationally so then it's going to be a little bit harder um 100%. so that makes perfect sense and yeah i think then as a partner like you were saying uh, then we can remind and be like hey this is is what makes me feel really loved and really special and it's because i care about you and i love you and yeah. i need i need that affirmation yeah. and i know it sounds like so not sexy <laughs> to say this yeah. but sometimes what does help i feel like at least in our relationship where i'll walk in and i'll be like don't I look incredible right now? Or sure. don't I'll come into the kitchen. I'll be like, don't you love me so much? Right. And I'll, I'll push the conversation just as a way to remind like, Hey, this is how I feel loved. And I know it's not something that right away pops into your mind. You might be thinking about it, but verbalizing it doesn't come quite naturally, probably because of the way that you were raised. So yeah. can you let me know? Totally. And yeah. I think that's also huge too. And again, this is not, I'm going to say this and this is not um, my recommendation for you to do this because he deserves it. It's more like a means to an end. How do you get what you need? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think one thing to be careful of here is to go out is to not go out of your way to make him feel bad because that won't trigger 
a natural change out of him. So like if you walked up to him and just went, how come you never compliment me? Yeah, well, that's that, what I was saying yeah, earlier. Yeah, right. Sometimes when I look at you and I'll point the finger, and I'll be like, you right. never da da da. It'll I mean, the argument you're going to get defensive well, naturally because you're like, I love you. So well, what and am it's I not? And it's not only that I love you, but it's going to trigger in me a defense mechanism. It's not going to trigger in me. Oh, Jess needs something and I want to be there for her. Yeah. All I hear is. Evan, you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. And when you are a person and you hear you did something wrong, you're not going, you're not in you generally people don't go, Oh wow. Please tell me more. Yeah. It's a, well, I've done a lot of things, right? You know, it can get <laughs> yeah. like that. It gets defensive. So if, if you're looking for that affirmation, I would recommend doing what Jess is talking about, which is like your feelings are going to say, how come you never compliment me? Mm-hmm. But you're, you should go, what's the best way to get to a solution here? And it's probably going to be like, hey, can you do me a favor? If you see anything that you appreciate about me, can you try to remember just to let me know? Because it mm-hmm. means a lot. That'll help that person be like, oh, wow, okay. They're asking for they're asking for something from me. They clearly love me. They want to be loved. Oh, okay. So I think it's all about how you approach it as well to kind of keep the it locked in. Yeah. You know, so because it can be a temptation anytime we're hurt or frustrated at someone to just kind of go, how come you? Yeah. And you have every right to feel that way and to want to say that, but just know that it might not get the result you're looking for, which is at the end of the day, more affirmation. A hundred percent. You know, hundred percent. Also then a reminder too, I don't know if any dads are out there listening to this, but definitely make sure you tell your kiddos how much you love them yeah, and how special and wonderful they are to break that cycle. Mm-hmm. That's you know huge. I mean? That's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I know, you know, I think for a lot of people, but I know for your upbringing, it's like that wasn't something that was implemented. So then it's a big growth transition as we get older and then are in relationships. Right. So, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's old school too. I mean, it's like my dad's dad definitely wasn't going, son, just want to let you know today that yeah. you look great. You yeah. know, that, that's not a thing. So it's like, it's, it's we have to break the mold. For we got to sure. break the cycle, baby. You know, and then you, if you have kids, your kids are going to see each other complimenting each other. I think more than anything, they're going to see that too. So if you're complimenting each other in like in front of your kids too, then there's going to be, the kids are going to be like, whoa, I, I want to be like my mom and dad were, you know. Percent. I have to say, this isn't to like pat us on the back. It, it's just, I make a lot of parenting mistakes, but I will say, I know both Evan and I were raised in homes where we didn't get a lot of verbal affirmation. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. So when we had Ember, we were very decisive about the fact that we're going to be like very verbally affirming to her mm-hmm. all the time and let her know how special she is and how much we love her yeah. and communicate that with her all the time. And I will say I think because of that, I mean, it's obviously she's naturally just this very like outspokenly loving kid. But I will say some one of her biggest strengths is looking at someone in the eyes and telling them how great they are at something like, you know, she'll look at her friends and be like, you're the best dancer I've Mm -hmm, ever seen. mm -hmm. Or just walk up to an adult and be like, I love your outfit. Yes. And you see her being that way. And again, I'm not saying this to Pat our parenting skills on the back, but that is something right. I've noticed something because we were very conscious of conscious of because we didn't have that. So then now with her, you do see that so much of this can yeah. be really learned um, through the little ones when you're making, making a, an effort. And she's also that. like, she's also like an egomaniac really now. Cause she'll just look, <laughs> she'll look in the mirror and just be like, I am so beautiful. It's you know amazing. I mean? The self-confidence, the is, self-confidence through the roof. is unreal. When there's a when there's a tough day at school and and you know she she had a rough situation with a friend and I'll be like 
you know, you know what though, Ember, you know that, that how special you are. And she'd be like, well, I know that. Yeah, like, <laughs> you don't have to explain to me how awesome I am. It's starting to get to that point where you're like, the confidence is so high that I'm like, do we need a reality check here? Because <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Let her be an egomaniac. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I'm just jealous of just like her joy, man. It's yeah. like, anyway, long story but short. Hope that that helps. Yeah. But definitely know, I would say, you know, to, to do your very best to know, to not feel self-conscious that it has anything to do with you, um, that it's very highly likely just something that he was not has not been learned in his mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm. And so he probably needs a little bit of help with it. Yeah. And that's okay. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next. next. Hi, mom and dad and Uncle Lee, of course. Hi, Lee. Uh, I hope you're doing <laughs> well Lee. and having a good week. I could really use your help right now dealing with an ex-boyfriend of mine and trying to maintain some boundaries. Um, to make a really long story short, We were together for about five years. Um, We lived together. I thought we were going to get married, all of that kind of stuff. Um, Ultimately, he broke up with me and moved out. It was really painful. And I decided at that time to block him and kind of cut everything off. Mm -hmm. Um, Since then, it's been a little over two years. I'm doing really well. I've moved on. I'm in a really happy relationship with somebody else. Um, I've kind of realized that he and I, my first boyfriend, were never actually really that compatible in the first place. So I have no resentment towards him, but I also don't want to be friends with him. And the problem is he's reached out quite a few times in the last few years, um, first via text and now via email because he's blocked. Um, to ask if he could hang out with my dog. He really loves my dog, really loved my dog. Um, and he really wants to see her just for a day. I feel mean saying no, but I also really don't want to say yes. I don't know what to do or if I should even reply. I mean, <laughs> listen, we all love it. We loved the dogs love here. Dog. We get the dogs here. We love the dogs. I understand that he wants to see the precious dog, but I'm like, absolutely no. I have a solution. Okay current partner here's what you do you say hey i'm gonna call your ex jeff hey jeff i know you want to see teddy so bad that's the dog (laughs) um i know you want to see teddy so bad and i totally understand because teddy's the best yeah teddy's the bomb uh so i'm gonna let my current partner he's gonna i'm gonna let my current partner um let you hang with the dog i'm gonna be gone for the day but this Thursday, feel free to come over. Teddy and current partner are at the house. So please come by anytime and have fun. You'll see real quick that <laughs> Jeff is is weirdly busy that day. Surprise, Jeff just got busy. Yeah, Jeff just got busy and he wishes he could be there. The thing about Jeff is that he got busy. And Here's what's going on. Also, don't don't suggest though that he comes to your current apartment. Meet in a, yeah, in whatever, a, a park. neutral location. Current partner will be at blank 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 park with Teddy. At frozen yogurt shop. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's what's going on. This is clearly just a way to get to you. What happened here, I'll just break it down for you even though <laughs> we don't know the facts. I'll tell you the facts. Jeff got broken up with recently. He's feeling lonely. He's has revisionist history 
of your guys' relationship. He's thinking about the good times. He maybe was on Instagram or on Facebook, you know, because it was probably back in yeah. the Facebook. Reminded days. how wonderful you Saw are. Saw an amazing video that popped up when you guys went to that, you know, fair and made out on the top of the, you know, Ferris slingshot, wheel. You know, the <laughs> Ferris wheel. And you guys laughed so hard and got ice cream after. And it was one of the most epic nights he had ever had because we know you give, you know, people epic nights. And now he's he's sad and he's depressed about it. And he's thinking about all the things that went wrong and could we still make it happen? And that's what's going on. And so that's why he's emailing you and he's blocked. I mean, just the fact that he's blocked alone yeah. says that there should be absolutely no communication. But old sad slingshot Jeff, Jeff is <laughs> definitely um, using the dog to get to you. Oh, a million percent. Like I said, we love a dog. And I'm sure Teddy the dog <laughs> is absolutely precious. But one million percent, this man is trying to fly close to the sun and have a nice one-on-one moment with you. Have a moment where you guys are with the dog and do the it's whole cute. remember when and is hoping that maybe it'll lead to something. Da, 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 da. No, one million percent. And I'm sorry. I, I Again, I'm sure he adores the dog. But like Evan said, the fact that he's finding any way to get into communication with you, even though he's clearly aware he's blocked because he can't communicate other ways, is like... Hold up here, Jeff. Yeah. We've been broken up for years now. Mm-hmm. And he broke up with her, I believe, too, she said. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't catch who broke. Did you Did you catch that, Lee, who broke up with I who? Catch that. I caught just that they had broken okay. been broken up I, for a while. I think he, she said that he broke okay. up with her. But so, but all of a sudden, like Evan said, he probably got through a breakup recently, mm-hmm. da, 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 and he's sliding into your email mm-hmm. to try to use Precious Teddy as an excuse to try Poor to Teddy. hook up with you again. How yeah. dare you, Jeff, dare use you Teddy use as Teddy. the conduit? Precious Teddy is the conduit to try to facilitate a love affair, okay? Teddy didn't do anything. Ted's, Sweet Teddy. Ted's is so sweet. <laughs> what, I mean, Teddy is a chihuahua, obviously. A chihuahua, a chihuini mix, of course. And Teddy loves everyone. And so Jeff thinks that like he has a special connection with Teddy. Teddy loves everyone. Teddy dude. loves everyone. Teddy doesn't love you more. No. You know what I mean? Teddy Jeff, loves. No, he loves his mother. Exactly. The most. Exactly. Yeah. So we're done with Jeff. Jeff's gone. Yeah, I think. But I do love the idea of testing this theory and then sending us another voicemail to let us know what happened. I do love that. I do love that. But 1000% all of your intuition and feeling of like I'm blocking my ex on everything I'm moving on I think that was fantastic intuition and now he's trying to break that intuition down and slide into the email and figure out any way he can get to you I say you keep that guard up you keep those things blocked um, unless you want to try out Evans, <laughs> Evans potential. If you're looking for a little bit of fun, a little bit of spice, for a little bit of spice, then you could try Evans' idea over yeah. here. But I think in general, it's like you don't need to reply to this person. No, like you do not owe this person a reply. You have let him know by blocking him how you feel, and yet he is trying to push past that boundary. Also, which the is fact not that cool. she said, "I feel bad," is yeah, like, okay. no, do not feel bad. Um, also, if he had been seeing your dog like every month for the last two years, that's different. But the fact sure, that like, if, if, like he just pops up two years later, it's like I just miss the dog. Yeah, if you it's guys like, had please. like like co-parenting situation, you never fed the dog even when we were together. <laughs> 
Jeff. You, he, he would shit on the floor. I'd come home from work. It was all over the place. Jeff, you were always gone. You barely hung out with Teddy. It's classic. No, if it was a dog that you guys like you got together and you right. were co-parenting and like every like few weeks you would come see the dog, yeah. e- even at the beginning, mm-hmm. I think that's a little bit different. But all of a sudden out of nowhere to be like, so uh, I miss the dog in exactly. your email. Exactly. No. Jeff, I'm surprised it's bye. not your LinkedIn. I could see Jeff sliding mm-hmm. into the LinkedIn and being like, hey. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Well, maybe I'll offer up. <laughs> He's hitting you up, you know. Venmo? Venmo. Venmo. He's sending you money. Yeah, he's like, please. For dog food. Oh, my God. Yeah, bye, Jeff. Nope, Jeff, bye, out of (laughs) here. All right, family, one more quick pause. So the weather is getting hotter, the parties are beginning, and you know we are working on our efficient hydration over here. So obviously, we look to Liquid IV to help us. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and in just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, on long flights. So many options. I love them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's delicious they have 12 refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting i personally like strawberry lemonade and tropical punch but honestly all of them are really really good and uh, again they contain five essential vitamins b3 b5 b6 b12 and vitamin c Uh, they're all made with premium ingredients and have three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks liquid iv also is non-gmo and free from gluten dairy and soy and liquid iv believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthy world and they partner with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco. You know I'm a Costco head. Uh, or you can get up to 20% off when you get when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MOMDAD at checkout. That's 20% off of anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code MOMDAD at liquidiv.com. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. Listen, we are in our 30s. We've been looking to up our skincare game to keep the skin youthful. Well, our new sponsor, One Skin, puts science and research first. Founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience, One Skin set out to not just decrease the visible signs of skin aging, but to treat the root causes of skin aging. And here's the thing. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve the physical, but to optimize our skin biology so that it's more resilient to the aging process. They create next level skincare. Mm. We're talking essential face moisturizer, eye topical supplement to firm, and a topical body supplement to keep your body moisturized so your skin functions like younger and healthier skin. It's actually incredible. We both started using it a few weeks mm. ago and I'm already seeing some yes. changes. Um, but how may you ask? One Skin's products are formulated with their OSO1 peptide as the primary active ingredient to support the skin's ability to resist the effects of intrinsic and extra extrinsic aging factors. Their flagship product, the OSO1 Face, which we've been using, um, is clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier and improve key skin health markers, meaning signs of aging are significantly diminished. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. 
today. Get 15% off with the code MOMDAD at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code MOMDAD. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. Next. Hi, Jess and Evan. I think you both are doing amazing with your new podcast, and I cannot wait to hear what you have in store for us. My question is about my partner of five years. Um, He is just like Evan in where he really loves working and he gets a lot of gratification and self-fulfillment from his job. But right now he is really in a low spot. He doesn't like what he's doing. He's trying to make it work. He's even quit a job and started something else. And it's just not giving him what he needs from his career. Some background. His dream is to work in the athletic sphere, um, broadcast, Mm -hmm. collegiate, just anything sports related. He's had internships, part-time jobs, full-time jobs, but COVID really put a halt on his career goals. He was just getting started and then everything got shut down in the pandemic and he's had a hard time finding his way back. I just want to know what I can do as a partner to help him in this realm. I also wanted to work in athletics. COVID also screwed me up a bit, but I found a new direction and I'm currently really enjoying my work. Mm -hmm. So how do I support him and help him try to reach his goals and get to the dream job of his or even get him working in the industry he wants while also helping him overcome the fear that he's never going to amount to anything professionally if he does not work in that space. I want to continue to encourage him and support him and tell him that he's going to make it one day because he's extremely talented and very passionate, but also get him away from the mindset that it's going to crush his life if he doesn't get there. Any advice would absolutely be amazing. Thank you so much. Mm. You sound like a wonderful partner. Yeah. And great, great question so far today. I know. I think these are like, these are are some real business that people struggle with here. So I like this. You want to go? Yeah. Tell him (laughs) to fucking nut up (laughs) and get out there and win. No, I recommend Zelda first off. Um, Zelda is a massive, um, I wouldn't say it's good for the career, but I would say it's a nice distraction from whatever's going on. So I recommend, and what I, what I recommend is, and getting a Nintendo <laughs> switch, note. uh, breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom, tears of the kingdom, which will be coming out in just a couple fantastic <laughs> days. And, and that <laughs> seems to numb any pain. I found that Zelda numbs any pain, any and all pain can be numbed very quickly by Zelda. Some of you might have a cocktail at the end of the night. Some of you guys might have a little ibuprofen for your headache. Um, some of you guys might need a little coffee in the morning because you're tired. What I recommend is Breath of the Wild start, starters for starters um, if you're looking to change your life. So now that we got that out of the way, maybe give him a, um, a Zach style pep talk. What would Zach say? You mean if, to, the, to this guy? To, okay, to this guy, what he would say is, "Zelda is not the answer." <laughs> I'll tell you what the answer is: get your real estate license, <laughs> start knocking on doors. Okay, <laughs> winners don't even know what the word "no" is. I want you to close your first seventeen deals <laughs> in five days, and if you don't do that. 
get out there because that's what true champions true warriors they eat what they kill you understand me that's what I. That's what I'm guessing he would say. Something in that world. You know what I mean? He's not even a real estate guy. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's gone from like an MLM guy to a real estate guy. But leave me what I was talking about. You know, it's like this. It's just this overly like dominant. You know, I am an alpha. Okay, I don't have time. If you're questioning yourself at all, I have no time to be around you. Alphas do not fraternize. With any any fear, fear does not enter my vocabulary. Do you understand me? Call me when you've made twenty seven million dollars. Then I'll chat with you. Um. Okay. So, all that aside, um, I think for uh. Well, the question is, how, how are you going to interface with this whole situation? We're not yeah. trying to solve his problems because I don't know him and his whole thing. But um, it's a tough one because he might be triggered on multiple levels. He might be triggered by the fact that you're happy with your job. That's mm-hmm. very triggering to someone who hates their job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you talk about it, I don't know this guy's personality, but if you talk about it, it might make him feel like you're judging him, even though you aren't. Mm-hmm. If you're recommending ideas, he might take it personal that you don't trust. Like there's so many elements to this. Depending on his personality. Depending on his personality. Yeah. And also just depending on when someone's in a raw, insecure vibe and, and the other person isn't. Mm-hmm. Like him sitting at home and then you going, I got to go to work could be triggering. So this whole thing is very sensitive. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't try to fix it because he might be in that. Raw he might be space. in that raw space. And just, you know how it is when you're in that raw space, a lot of times you're not looking for solutions. You know what I mean? You're looking for just support. So, you know him. So make him not feel like you judge him for this. I know you don't, but just, Go out of your way to make him not feel. You know what I mean? Maybe actually give him a little boost of confidence. Compliment him on something he's good at. Like Affirmation. Affirmation. Because I can think when people are a little feeling a little down and out and frustrated, it's like a kickstart thing. It's a mentality thing. It's not about like the fixing of the career or not. It's like get him back on track with the confidence. Get his get his mojo back. Get the, get the engine revving again. Get the feeling of I can do anything again going. Mm-hmm. And I think that a partner can be the detriment or the like um what do you call it driving force the driving force the bridge to the next level Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so just know that you're very powerful right now as your part as his partner like you have the ability to crush him or build him so you just got no pressure no but no no, i'm saying i'm saying if you don't if you don't approach him with even with with some thought yeah you you just know that your actions can be you know, a lot more intense than you are expecting or no. So I would just say, like, don't go out of your way to be like, here's what you should start doing. Why aren't you doing this? Like that, that, that. A lot of times that can be taken a certain way, even though you are you might be right. Mm-hmm. And you probably are. You could think you know, you're watching strategically. Like, why isn't he doing this, this and this? And you seem to be very supportive and sweet. And so I think it's all about mojo. When you're down and out, it's all about mojo. It's all about someone looking at you and being like, dang, you're killing that. Oh my gosh, you're so good at this. You're going to get this kind of going out of your way to build him up a little bit to get the, 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 uh, yeah, the, the, the swagger back a little bit. Cause it's, it's that feeling that'll make you start thinking clearly again. It's the feeling that'll make you go out and take risks again. Maybe go for the job interviews, maybe think a little bit like, Oh, I should meet that person. But 
if you're feeling down and out, you're not going to go like, let's say, you know, that that per that, that the, the boss of that job hangs out at this at this basketball court. If you're insecure and not in your not in your mojo, you're going to be like, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't want to play basketball or I'm just too tired. But if you're feeling confident, you're like, I'm going to go play basketball and see if he's there. And then boom, he's there. And we talked But and even if you're just going to try these things. Mm-hmm. And so I would say just focus on making him feel confident again. Don't focus on the career. Sure. Yeah. That would no. be my like, I mean, obviously there's many elements and things you can do, but that would be my first approach. No, hundred percent. I was thinking about when we were very like young in our marriage and even before we were married, but um, you know, you've always been involved in the music industry mm-hmm. and it's a very tough industry. It's tough Thank to you. get in. And I remember towards the beginning of it when you know, you were doing well, but then you'd hit a wall and it'd be like, oh, I can't get to this next level and I'm trying to meet these people and it's not going the way that I like it. And now I'm in this position and I don't Mm -hmm. really like this one, but I want to get here. And it was kind of a similar energy where you were feeling really down because you were like, I want to be in this situation and there's roadblocks sometimes. Um, And I remember what this dear family member was saying about how she said that her partner is so talented Mm -hmm. and she wants to encourage him because she believes so deeply Mm -hmm. in like how talented he is. And I remember feeling that way with you where I'm like, I, you are so gifted in the music industry. And I'm like, I want you to get exactly where you want to be. You should be exactly where you want to be because you're absolutely talented enough for that and beyond. Um, And I just, I don't know if I did it the right way all the time by any means, but I just was like trying to constantly just rev you up and just let you know how brilliant I thought you were Mm. and just communicate that as much as I could and do my best not to, you know, be like, so when's the next gig or whatever, but just be kind of like, oh my God, you're so good at this and so good at this. And have you talked to this person lately? Because man, like, you know, I know the last time you were with them, they were talking about how talented you were and that would be great to get dinner with them and whatever. And then I would try to get us out like, hey, let's go to this party. You got invited to this, like, let's go together. And instead of being like, let's go together because it's a good connect for you. I'd be like, let's go together. It'll be so much fun. Yeah. And then we'd go there and I would try to wing man you somewhat in that situation, like meeting the people and then like letting you have fun and get loose, but then also be there for you. Um, and I felt like that seemed to help. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and just like, like you said, like trying not to focus on like the what's next. And, um, did you get that call yet? And asking that because you were already very in your head about Mm -hmm. all of those things and feeling like, Oh my gosh, yes. I'm, I I know I haven't gotten the call yet. I don't want to think about that. Or yes, I know I still have this job. I'm frustrated with it. I don't want to do it anymore that I just tried to not talk about that and just talk about how good you were at all these other things and focus on having a fun life and doing what we could to like go out and have fun and meet new people and just like pump you full of juice. Like you were saying, Mojo. Pump me full of juice. Um, (laughs) That's the new slogan of the show. Because I know that I needed that at a point in my life. Like there was a point in my life where I was down and out, baby. Like, I mean, the depression was deep. I was like, I don't like what I'm doing. I am struggle city. I am insecure. I feel terrible about myself. And when you would come in and, and not see where I was at in that career move or relationship or whatever, 
you would just come in and be like, you are so good at this. Did you realize everyone thought you were amazing at this and da 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 da. And I got a party. Let's go out tonight and, yeah. and, and, and just get me excited. Yeah. That was so helpful. Yeah. I, I think that's super, super true. You know, it's like a lot of times as partners, I don't think it's, 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 it's just the vibe that you're trying. Like, it's really is a vibe. It's like create a vibe that makes that person feel, if you want to help, if you want to help your partner, I do feel like most of the time, it's not like sit here and strategize. It's usually just like create a vibe so that the person can think yeah. clearly and, and believe in themselves, you know? Yeah. And also remember, don't put, you don't, don't put pressure on yourself to no, you don't have to fix this to, to be like oh my gosh I have to always make sure I'm in this great headspace no, that's not. not your responsibility you are a human being you have your own struggles but if you're like okay what's going to be helpful for him um, yeah I think living your your life independently but then being there as an emotional like encourager and good energy around him is is yeah. amazing side note practical note mm -hmm. just an idea for him he said he wants to get into broadcasting for like collegiate sports and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I would think if you can't, if you can't bust into the industry, you're having a hard time. Um, I feel like now is the era of do it yourself. Sure. Yeah. And also if you're a boss and you work in that industry, what is going to make someone want to hire you? Just a resume that says, I'd like to work for you and be on the radio or Oh, I saw your YouTube. I saw your Instagram live of you doing all this right. kind of radio or reels, TikTok, TikTok reels, yeah. or you're talking about the sport and you're having interesting takes and you're talking about stuff or you have a podcast that's based on it or, you know, you do this thing where every Friday you have your own show called college football radio and you talk about all the things and the betting or whatever mm -hmm. and you do it yourself. That's going to be the ultimate resume. I know at least for myself, like I, I hire a lot of people in, in, in the music world and a lot of musicians and stuff. I'm always checking their Instagrams. I'm always seeing the videos they put out. I'm always seeing that kind of stuff. I'm not just, I get, I get a bunch of DMS and emails that say, Hey, I'd like to come work for you. Or, Hey, I'd like to be in one of the artists you work with. It's like, I, I almost never hire those people. I hire the people that like I see a video of, or they send me a thing or, a, you know, I, I right. discover them through. So that's also just an encouragement too of like, now's the era where you can actually do it yourself. And they, he might, he might build it to a level where he doesn't want to get hired anymore. Yeah. And he's, he's making so much money. Shit, baby. He's making so much yeah. money because he's got his own show. And then they call him and offer him like 20 times more than he ever thought yeah. he would get as an employee. So, you know, if you're sitting around not knowing what to do, you might as well use that time to build your own thing. Cause true. There's a lot of best case scenarios there. Anyway, I like that practical. Yeah, I like that practical, but you sound like an amazing partner. Oh yeah. And the fact that you are so concerned uh, about how he's feeling and also, um, just, you know, having that like passion for how good he is at what he does and you wanting to see him succeed, like trust and believe he feels that Yeah, like he feels that energy from you already. So to me that in, a, in and of itself is huge for a partner, just feeling that energy I think if you continue that energy and continue to make like just make that known to him, it's going to just be yeah. amazing. And yeah. so um, just beneficial for him. And, and yeah. 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 Awesome. Next. Next. Hi, Justin, Evan. I am calling for advice on how to write my own wedding vows. My partner mm. and I are getting married next month. After about five and a half years together, and we are very, very excited. Um, but he is really 
into the idea of writing and reading our own vows to each other at the altar. I am going to do it because I love him (laughs) and he really wants to, but I'm very nervous and not that great at expressing my emotions Mm. in public. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just wondering if you have any tips for how to bear your soul in front of 70 of your closest friends and family members without melting down and also maybe how to write them because (laughs) I have a blank document that I look at every day and don't know how to start. Mm. Thank you so much. Love the pod. Bye. Love you. Can we, can we one second? Give me one second. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. What are you doing right now? I'm really scared. For the love of God, please don't do what I think you're doing. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Are you pulling up our wedding vows? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Like, I just have them. That'd be be awesome if I just had them. No, I'm like, I don't want those are. I'm like, speaking of this, I'm like, those are brutal. Those were. Let's just put it this way. We wrote our wedding vows and we were at a time in our lives where they were edited by a pastor. And, uh. Didn't say what I wanted to say in them, so wish I could go back and rewrite those. Um, let's say that uh, her fiance's name's Chris. Does that work? Chris? Sure. Chris. Or no, what's a better name than Chris? That Chris is great. Uh, okay. Christopher. Hold on, everyone. Hold on. And what is Christopher, you know, give me, give me a couple of small things about Christopher. Um, loves to laugh, mm-hmm. cares about his friends and family. Okay. One, one more. Doesn't love anything more than a great hot dog. Okay. <laughs> Okay, ready? Uh-huh. I asked ChatGPT to write my to write your wedding with vows for you, okay? As I stand here today, I can't help but feel overwhelmed with gratitude, joy, and love. You are the person who brings light into my world and the one that makes me laugh until my side hurts. Your sense of humor is infectious and your laughter is music to my ears. I vow to always be your partner in laughter, to find joy in small amounts and to cherish every moment we have together. You are someone who cares deeply about your friends and family, and it's one of the things I admire most about you. You have a big heart, and you always go above and beyond to make sure people you love are happy and taken care of. I vow to support you in your relationships with your loved ones, to be there for you when you you need a listening ear, and to always prioritize our family and our future together. And let's not forget about your love about a great hot dog. You have a passion for the simple things in life, and it's one of the things I adore most about you. I, I vow never to judge you for your love of a delicious hot dog, but to, but to share in your excitement when we find a, when we try to find a new spot, and to always appreciate the joy that comes with uh, with uh, with the joy that comes with hot dogs. Christopher, hot dog I heavy. promise to love you deeply and unconditionally, but to be your part. Oh yeah, blah blah. blah. Anyway. Well, oh, oh, and then the end is I'm so grateful to be marrying you today, and I can't wait to spend the rest of my life laughing, loving, and enjoying hot dogs with you. Your name. I mean, I got to be honest with you. A lot of great not, stuff to pull from. It's great. You know what? It's a it's a it's place a good to template. start. You, you go, you go in, and you throw a couple ideas out there, and a few things about your fiance, and you could definitely edit it yourself. That's what I'm saying. And so you're sitting here going, "Hey, I got a blank slate. I do not know what to do." 
your old buddy chat gpt is here to save the day <laughs> you know that was or, pretty good right it was, wasn't bad I mean, and, and the, I mean like even org incorporated the hot dogs in a nice way it's not bad it's, it's not, not bad. a bad place to start from and you know what you could do the same thing with wedding vows from some of your favorite rom-coms just there you pull go. some lines and mix those all together yes. and then you know and if anything it'll inspire how you feel exactly. you know what i mean and then it because it gives you a place to start that's uh-huh. always the hardest thing is not knowing where to start yes you're just like i don't know how to start this you know etc starting is the hardest thing it's the hardest thing and it is very gracious and loving of you to be willing to do this because your partner wants to and because it means a lot to your partner um i was so nervous reading our vows yeah i was nervous i by the way i almost passed out during our wedding because I was locking my knees. I had forgotten to eat and my bouquet was way too heavy and they, no one took it from me. So I'm holding it the whole time. And it was a very long ceremony. So I was like shaking by the time we got to the vows, I was like about to pass out and so nervous. I don't remember reading them at all. So just a, bit of advice if you don't use chat gpt for your wedding <laughs> vows know this don't put pressure on yourself maybe your fiance is someone who is going to be able to write a sonnet of love for you but that's who your fiance is who you are is someone who might feel a little nervous to express themselves in public in front of people mm-hmm. so don't put pressure on that just be yourself even if it's really short and simple and just a couple sentences Oh, well, that's yeah. between you and your fiance. You've got all these spectators. Even You could even do something like this. You could write a beautiful love letter to your fiance to um, have in their room before they walk down the aisle. Wow. Right? So, mm-hmm. you, so then you have this private moment together where you're letting your fiance know all of your amazing feelings, right? But then in public, you can have just something simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of pulling ideas from things because it helps inspire. Because I know yeah. I sat there for so long being like, oh, my God, starting is, I have to make this amazing. Yeah. You don't have to make it amazing. And if writing's a tough thing for you, it just yeah. starting is tough. So I would just I would steal like I would honestly like I don't mean in a bad way. I mean, more like in a just like a template or like a like a chat or something like that to where it's like you can at least just get some words on paper and then be like, OK, now I'm working. And then you can mix it up. Exactly. But like use something even just like talk. You know, you might just want to be someone who just like records a voice note. Of how you feel that's about That's a great it. idea. That helps so me a lot. So then you're just like, oh, you know, my favorite thing is this happened, this happened. And that's a good way to kind of start the process, you know? So don't just stare at a blank page. That's tough for anybody. Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah. So. Look up romantic monologues from go. movies. And that can help motivate like, Maybe oh, from yeah. the 1400s. So it sounds, sounds weird. You know? like, <laughs> They're like, whoa, what is <laughs> going on right now? Upon ye. What is happening? But honestly, like, I do feel really strongly about... What you know, I feel very strongly about weddings because if I could go back, the wedding is about you and your fiance, and everyone's there as a guest to celebrate your love. Do not let the pressure of those people being around you and what they're going to think of your vows get to your head. Also, when was the last time you went to a wedding and you remember you remembered their vows by dinner? You're just watching, honestly, too. That's true. But you're just watching two people that you love looking at each other with love. And that's that's the beautiful moment in it. So don't feel pressure. Again, you are who you are. Your fiance is who they are. Like they seem like, again, they wanted these vows. So maybe they're a very, you know, passionate writer and that's going to be their thing. And maybe it's not yours and that's fine. Keep Mm -hmm. it short and sweet and simple. And and then, like I said, you can write out even a private 
letter to them separately if you feel more comfortable about that. And make sure you eat, okay? Make sure you eat at least an hour before you walk down the aisle. That will help your nerves, I promise. I know you're not going to want to eat because you feel nervous, but eat and you'll feel better because that can definitely affect the shakiness. I did one, the same one, but in the vibe of Shakespeare. Oh, okay. Oh, my dearest Christopher, how fair and bright thy countenance shines upon this auspicious day. As the sun doth rise upon the sky, so do, so my love for thee doth ebb and flow, never ceasing nor fading, but growing ever stronger with each passing moment. And yet amidst all these great, oh, I'm skipping, and yet all amongst these, all, all these great things, thou dost have a passion for the humble hot dog. <laughs> Truly, it is a thing of wonder and marvel that such a simple pleasure can bring thee such a delight. And yet, I vow to always share in thy joy to partake in the mighty hot dog. God. <laughs> so whatever you need, you know what I mean? <laughs> the humble yet mighty hot dog. The humble yet mighty hot dog. That is what this is. podcast is truly about. Well, it's going to be amazing. You are going to kill it. Savor in your day. Do your best not to worry about it. Um, and just be you. Yeah. You enjoy. Know? Enjoy. Soak it up. Okay, next. Yes. Next. Hi, mom and dad. I would like a little bit of advice relating to my actual biological parents. So I am 23, about to be 24. I've been dating my boyfriend for about nine months. Um, and this is like the first person who I can really see like a true, like future with, Mm -hmm. um, my parents really like this guy. However, um, last week I told them that we are moving in together and my mom is very traditional Christian woman. So I was very nervous to tell them and it went probably exactly how you would think it did. Uh, My mom was very upset mm -hmm. and hasn't spoken to me in over a week. And it's not making me like change my mind about my decision, but I'm really nervous about like whenever me and my mom do speak again. And then whenever me and my boyfriend move in together, I'm just nervous about the dynamic Um, and about how me and my mom's relationship is going to be affected. So I would love to know if you guys have any any advice of just kind of like how to set boundaries with my mother, but how to still have like a good relationship with her. Thank you. Love you guys. I'm so sorry. The old parents. Yeah, I feel this one deep in my heart. Of course. I'm so sorry. Um, especially during a time where, you know, you want nothing more than to be celebrated and encouraged. Yeah. And it's an exciting new part of your life. And you should be being celebrated and encouraged right now. And I'm really sorry that you're not yeah. receiving that from your uh, your mom. <sighs> okay. My initial thought is... I know you said you don't regret your decision at all. I want to just focus on that for a second and just remind you, do not regret your decision. You, this is the person, you want to move in with this person, you're an adult, move in with this person and do your best to feel the joy moving in even though you have your mom. And I know 
saying what she's saying in the background. I know, again, I don't want to project onto you, but I know coming from a super conservative background where this would have been the same thing, my family would have reacted the same way. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of shame that we hold on to that we should not be carrying because of how we were raised. And I know because of that, and then also the current conversation that you and your mom are having, um, or then the communication being cut off for right now, that it's going to be such a like natural instinct or temptation to sink into that shame and to feel that even though it's so shouldn't be there, but because of like our upbringing and the trauma and that the shame might creep and be overhead. And so I just want um, to say to you, it's to do your very best to try to breathe yourself out of that when you're feeling that, when that moment creeps in where you're like, am I making the wrong decision or or is this going to ruin my relationship with my family and is it worth it? Like breathe that out. I think sometimes meditative breathing can help and remind yourself that you are an adult. You are your own person. You are not doing anything wrong. Breathe that shame out. Um, so that's the first thing. Cause again, maybe I'm projecting, but I know that I get that shame cloud big mm-hmm. time, um, because of the way that we were all raised. Um, second, I would say, I'm very sorry that the communication is currently ended right now with your mom. If you want to pursue a future relationship with your mom, you might just want to take a beat. Let this kind of simmer. Focus on yourself and your partner as you're moving in. This is a big transition. It's already going to have its challenges and its newness and all that. So that's already a big life shift. So I would say focus on that fully right now. Focus on you and your partner about that life transition. Settle into your life. Feel good about that life that you're beginning with with your partner. Um, And then if you want to, I would reach out to your mother and say, I love you. Um, I'll always love you. I can't lie. Us not speaking, you feeling this way about my decisions is really hurting me. And I want to continue to have a relationship with you and see you and talk to you because I miss you. Um, But if we're not going to be able to talk without you shaming me or (laughs) coming for me, then I still need to take a step back from this right now. Mm. You know, I don't know if you're like, I'm in a space where I can handle her kind of coming at you. If you are, then that's your call. But I'm just saying for myself, I would probably say at this point in my life, I'd be like, hey, I miss you. I want to have a relationship with you. But clearly you and I are have different beliefs, are on two different pages, and there should be a few topics that are tabled in our relationship. And when we see each other, we don't talk about this because clearly we're not going to agree. And so let's start there by just trying to remind each other how much we love each other and not go there. And then see if she respects that. Let's just say she goes, okay, sounds good. Let's get together. Let's get coffee. Come over to the house. If she then disrespects that boundary that you put up, then you got to pull back and be like, no, not okay. I'm not going to be shamed for this. I have to take a step back. Mm. And I know it's a dance and it's really hard, but that would be my, Mm. my off the cuff thoughts. I think those are all amazing. Um, you know, this is just, I, I do think that when you have conservative parents as more, this is more specifically to conservative parents. If you don't longer share their, their view, this is kind of that, like that moment. If you're not conservative, uh, like a, a Christian, you know, 
um, that follows their viewpoints, there's always going to be a moment where things break a little bit. Yeah. Like you can't, you know what I mean? It's such a strict way to live that if you don't follow the rule sets that like there's going to be the time when you don't follow the rule sets anymore or you break a chunk of the rules. And, um, you know, this is maybe it for you. Maybe up, up until this point, you've been able to kind of be cool with them and straddle that line and you haven't had any sort of public anything public where they have to kind of see it, you know? Um, it's hard. It hurts on many levels. Mm -hmm. It hurts you. They're blinded by their rule sets. You're hurt by the fact that you're having to deal with your parents in this way and that you're having to kind of like, cause no child should be, should feel that way. Exactly. Um, my parents. And so I would look at this as like, a band-aid that you're ripping off a little bit of like it hurts it's going to sting you're going to be it's going to be a little bit of a wound exposed going through this but i think once you push through you're going to get up on the other side of this and realize that like you're going to have boundaries that you never had before you're going to be able to protect yourself a little bit better than you were before you were able to kind of see how your parents react when you don't do exactly what they want which is a very showing of people when you don't follow their rules how they react to you um then it'll then next time there's a thing you can kind of know what's coming a little bit and know how to protect yourself. And, you know, so I know it's painful now, but just look at this as like a growth in the right direction for you. Um, and that you are not responsible for your parents' feelings. You know, mm -hmm. that's not your job is to make sure your mom and dad don't get mad at you. You're in your twenties. You're an adult. That day's over. You got to live your life, you know? And if they make you feel bad for how you're living your life as an adult, then they need to learn boundaries and they need to learn that's not their place. And so you living your life, however you want to live it is the best way to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to suck. Just know that it's going to suck. Yeah. It's um, you're already hurt. experiencing yeah. the suck. Um, but it'll make you stronger. If you're intentional about how you're handling this, don't let it make you resentful over too much. Cause then you can get caught in the same thing and then you're going back and forth, make it, like your this is your this is you leveling up you know what i mean this is you leveling up making your own decisions and it's going to make you stronger yeah so it's i'm sorry that's happening though i'm it's, so sorry believe me it's you know i do it's a triggering thing to talk about for sure um but now that i look at myself as an adult and i look at myself with my child and jess and and lee um <laughs> you know i don't know it just makes me feel like there was a lot of pain involved but now i'm able to be my own self, you yeah. know? I'll say we walked through a lot of really similar situations. Sure. Um, and it really, really, really fucking hurt for mm -hmm. a while. But I can look back confidently and I feel the opposite of regret. Yeah. That we made the decisions we made, told people in our lives the things we said, pulled away when we needed to. Um and it still does sting. Like talking about it stings. Um, but it was the best thing for us. Yeah. And it's kind of that moment where you realize, like, oh yeah, mom and dad are wrong, mm -hmm. and this is what's best for me. Yeah. And making that decision is, especially when it's not supported and it's shamed, is like so painful. But it's gonna be. It's gonna be the a good thing for you ultimately as painful as it is walking through it. hundred percent. So, yeah, I mean, it sucks, but you're going to be okay. 
You already sound you are you sound strong, so I'm not worried about you. No. But I'm also like I know it's gonna suck, so just know that. Don't expect it not to suck. Be be be, be ready for the suck, which yeah. is just feeling judged, them not responding to you, or them making you feel like shit or whatever it is. That's their own issue. That's their trauma. That's their legalism. That's that's them projecting. That's them feeling bad about themselves for stuff. There, who knows what it is, but that's not you. You're free to do whatever you want in life, mm-hmm. and you're no longer living under those those guidelines and rules. You know. Yeah. And so, like in this time of pain, when you're feeling that way, I would just encourage you to try to soak up the moments you can where you have your partner that you love a lot, and you're making this huge life transformation and this new step in your guys' journey together mm-hmm. and soak up all those good times. The the moving in, the first nights there together, the yeah. starting to get used to it, like all of those things. <clears throat> I know that the pain doesn't disappear, but I think rejoicing in what your decision has brought you will help. And let your joy and your thrive thrivingness show to them that you know you're making good choices i know i was gonna say i'm like you know try not to be the one full of revenge in my life but i can't lie to you and say that those people who judge me and those people who cast me out sometimes the best revenge is showing them how happy and content you are in your life and that you knew that you made the right decision yes 100 so sending you so much love Mm. all right one more one more Hi, Mom, Dad, and Uncle Lee. It's your child, Destiny. Hi, Destiny. Um, First of all, I just want to say I love the pod, and I love you guys, and I'm so excited that y'all do this voice message to your mom and dad because um, I have a question and kind of a grievance. Um, I am working two different jobs while also going to school, and one just sent me a message via Slack and told me that they just don't think that we align and that they no longer need my services. And so basically I got fired via Slack. And so I just really am feeling kind of discouraged on just everything, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And just really bummed out, like, this is not the person I want to be. I don't want to be known for, like, not being great or, like, not, you know, being somebody who can be relied on or trusted or anything like that. So, um, really, I just want any advice that you can give me on, one, how to feel after all of this, and two, like, what the hell to do. Because I really just, I don't know, it's making me question whether I'm actually good for my career path or you know, all of that fun stuff. So any and all advice would be greatly appreciated. Um, I love you guys. Bye. Okay, Destiny, first and foremost, I'm so sorry that you're having to experience this. I want to give you a big IRL hug because what I need you to know right now in this moment is that you are crushing, okay? Mm. You are handling two jobs while going to school. Yeah. That is so much that's a lot like for any human being that is so much so the fact that you're now having these feelings and emotions where you're feeling like you're not good enough or whatever i know it feels impossible but i need you to do your best to just try to shake that shit off and realize 
who you are and know your value mm. because you're crushing it. Okay. Also, just something to think about. It doesn't matter how good someone is at their career path. The biggest names and most famous people in the world have gotten fired and been turned down and said no oh, to. Yeah. Like that's the classic story. Whenever you, you know, hear all the the documentaries or watch all this about like the biggest names in the world, it was always like, I got fired, I got told no a million times. So mm. if you're having this moment where you're questioning, like, am I not good enough? Is this not the right career path for me? If you're feeling in your spirit, like, I don't want to do this career path, that's another thing. But if you're feeling like you're not good enough, do everything you can to just know your value and know you're amazing. And I don't know what company this is that sent you a message via Slack, but like, I got my beef with them then. So when you're having this feeling of like, oh, I I mean, if you're not, if you're having this feeling of like, oh, I don't feel good enough, please recognize that a company is, is laying you off via Slack. That's not professional. Okay. Mm. So maybe that's their issue and not yours and has nothing to do with you. Yes. Right. Totally. I think, I mean, it could be a temptation right now to be in your feelings about it all, you know, to feel insecure, to feel not enough, all that stuff. Um, I think there's a couple elements here. First is you gotta, you gotta, you're in, she said she's in college, right? And going and working two jobs. So you're new to the game. You're new to figuring out yourself. You're new to figuring out how it works, how you work, this whole thing. So do some introspection in regards to your level of, the amount of work you can handle because you might've just overextended yourself mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter how good you are at some point. Like if you're working two jobs and going to school, like that's just a lot. Oh it just sounds gosh. like a lot, no matter what, I don't care what the job is. That's just a lot of time, let alone energy, let alone the ability to stay on top of it, as you were saying. So, you know, set yourself up for success. It Maybe you push, maybe it was just too much, mm-hmm. you know? And so you need to do one job at school. Maybe, you know, whatever it is you need to do. Um, so, so first of all, just look at it like that. Maybe it was just too much for me. Um, and there's no harm in that. I have to do that all the time where I want to say yes to certain things, but I know it'll put me over the edge and I won't be able to do the work well. So I have to make the tough calls and be like, no. Trust you know? and believe what you're doing. There's no way I could handle that. Yeah. I got one one zone at a time. Like That's I a lot. Do all you know? of that. So don't feel bad. You, no. you clearly are kind of an overachiever and you actually probably find a lot of pride in that. And so this is kind of a hurt to your ego because you're like, wait, I've always been this amazing student and this person and I'm able to accomplish all this. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is just a moment for you to re kind of track. Okay. I've kind of pushed myself too far. Um, so be so be aware of that. You might've just done too much. Second of all, uh, you could really use this as a lesson, not as a hit to your ego. So don't take this as like a personal thing. Look at this as like, be pragmatic about what happened. So maybe even call your old boss back and say, hey, I'm not trying to get my job back. I just would actually like to know Mm. when you say we're not aligned, when you say we're not going to work together anymore. Can you give me the specific reasons just so I know to be better next time? If they say, oh, well, you were honestly, you just never responded to emails and you weren't on it. That could be that could be two things. It could be, hey, I need to work on that. But it could also be, "Okay, that's a I was too busy. Couldn't handle it all. If it's a hey, you know, it's these other issues. Well, then. Instead of taking it personally, look at it like, okay, cool. I want to work on those things. And you might get a a response back from the boss being like, 
sidestepping the the question being like oh like we said it just didn't align and then you can you can chop that up to something like they couldn't afford someone else or you know your boss wanted to hire his cousin and so you know whatever i mean there's so many reasons yeah, just that don't that could dive happen. into your head about this literally just look at it like a like a lesson literally just go okay what about this experience can i learn from to bring into my next job so it doesn't i don't repeat it again because mm-hmm. the worst thing that you could do in this moment is take it super personal take it as a massive hit to your ego be in your head about it but if you just look at it like a coach and a football team or something where it's like hey we lost the game why did we lose the game let's look at the tape figure it out let's not let's do our best to not repeat their mistakes then you're going to stay high level and you're not going to let it be in your head and it'll it'll also encourage you to go out there don't let it get in your head because this is life. We all get fired. We all have mess ups. We all think we can do it all and realize we can't. Like this is called life lesson learning. Like you're college age. Now's the time to fail and mm-hmm. fail a lot because that's how you're going to learn stuff. So mm-hmm. do not get in your head about this at all. Just yeah. learn from it. Move on. Yeah. Don't be in your head. And also, like I said, know your value and sit in that. Like do not let this moment in time make you think that this isn't supposed to be the career path you're on. Remember how many people before you and continue to around you who have massive success, who fail and get fired over and over and over again. And it has nothing to do with your value. Remember what a hard worker you are. Remember that you've been crushing it. And maybe this just wasn't the right fit in general. Maybe this is then going to be open the window to you finding the job that you love. Yes. And that you're so excited about. I know that's happened in my life before where I've gotten fired from a job before and I was like, I think that this is supposed to be my career path and the job for me. And I didn't understand why I got fired. I never got a clear answer Mm -hmm. from it. And my next job led me into wardrobe styling and I loved it. Yeah. And it was everything to me. And it wasn't what I was expecting, but it was in a same similar vein. So they're all all different. Yeah. And you sound like someone who doesn't fail a lot. And so, you know. Kind of just take a deep breath and realize this is a part of being a human being, Mm -hmm. you know, so you're going to be totally fine. You're already way ahead of where I was, where most people are working two jobs, going to school. You're already like a crazy overachiever. So give yourself a moment, give yourself a breath, learn from it, move on. This is not a personal thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're sending you so much love. You're going to be fine. You're you're already killing it. You're crushing it. You've got this. Know your value. Yes. We love you, Destiny. Love you. Sending wow. you so much love and sending the energy for the best job yes. in your future that brings all the joy and satisfaction. All right, family. We love you guys. Well, we love you all. And uh, we'll talk on Friday. Yeah, we'll see you in a couple right? days. Yeah, sounds Don't good. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. All right. Bye, fam. <laughs> love, love you guys. Bye.